If you are looking for even more help and guidance on your breakup, I have a few different options for you to take your healing to the next level. I have four different online courses depending on what stage of the breakup that you're in from beginning all the way into moving on after heartbreak, or you can bundle all of my courses together and use the code podcast to get $25 off my course bundle. I also have my 30 day no contact challenge to help hold you accountable in going no contact with your ex. And we have our free Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with other people going through breakups all over the world. To learn more about any of these resources, head to the show notes where you can learn more about my courses, take the quiz to figure out which course is best for you, or join the Facebook group. And don't forget to use the code PODCAST to get $25 off my course bundle. Welcome to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast with your host, Breakup Bestie, aka me, Kendra. Breakups are hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Each week, I will be taking you through a different topic as it relates to breaking up, healing from heartbreak, growing in your single life, dating, and getting back into happier and healthier relationships. The goal of this show is to provide support, hope, tips, and to remind you that above all, this too shall pass. Hi guys, and welcome back to the Heal Your Heartbreak podcast. Okay, so into today's episode, I wanted to talk about social media. I think this is such a huge component of breakups in this day and age. And in a lot of ways, I think it probably makes breakups a lot harder than they used to be when you used to break up with someone and then, you know, you didn't have to see them. You didn't have to see what they were up to. It was either you saw them or you didn't. But social media adds in this other crazy layer of things that we have to learn how to navigate after breaking up with someone. So we're going to run through today some of the downsides which there are a lot, to looking at your ex's social media, how you can utilize social media after your breakup, and then what to do if you do end up looking. Because, you know, I have done it. I've done it probably through all of my breakups where I look at an ex's social media. So there are some things that you can do afterwards in order to learn and grow from it. The first thing is, let's talk about some of the downsides of looking at your ex's social media. You go through a breakup and you think, which I've done, I remember the last breakup I went through, I thought, I don't need to take them off social media. And actually, my ex rarely, rarely posted on social media. So I thought, I'll stay friends with him and then see where it goes. But what ended up happening is all of a sudden he decided to become some avid poster on Facebook. So I remember I was coming home from a trip, sitting in the airport. I saw a picture pop up on my newsfeed, immediately lost it, started sobbing. It threw me completely off guard. Um, Just, you know, seeing them literally doing anything without you is going to trigger a cascade of negative emotions. And one thing that I like to talk about here is how it is a complete lose-lose situation. What I mean by that, if you see your ex on social media, sappy, sad, you know, posting 
emotional quotes or just really down and out, it's going to make you feel sad. It's going to make you miss them. It's going to make you think, maybe I should get back together with him. So that is not going to make you feel good. On the other hand, if you see him out and about, having fun, out with friends, living his best life, you're going to be pissed and you're going to feel sad too because you're going to be mad that it appears that he is moving on so quickly. You're going to be sad because you're going to all of a sudden feel like you didn't mean anything to him, which is not true, by the way. So no matter how you slice it, looking at your ex's social media is not going to bring us positive emotions. So it really doesn't pay to look. And I think another factor of this is a lot of times after breakups, we as women then begin curating our social media towards our ex. So we start posting really beautiful photos, selfies. Uh, We want to be out having fun. We want to show that we're okay. So we begin curating what we're doing because we want our ex to see that we're doing well, which this is not a good idea either because that means that every time you're out and want to take pictures or every time you are on your social media, they're in the forefront. They're taking up very precious emotional capacity in your mind because you are thinking, what would make them jealous? What would make them miss me? So regardless, we I think you can tell by now that we really would in every way possible want to be able to keep our ex out of our social media experience after going through a breakup. The next thing is how do we cut them out of social media? Eventually, I, in a perfect world, I think it's really important to get to a point where you can block them from social media because no matter how much willpower someone has, including me, I would consider myself a super disciplined person. I'm very big on hitting goals, but I have no willpower looking at my ex's social media. It just does not exist. So I think at some point, just to take the temptation away, it's a very good idea to block. However, I wasn't able to do that at first. So going back to that story of me being in the airport sobbing because I see my ex post something on social media, I decided that I was going to unfollow, which I think that's a good place to start because if you decide you want to look, at least you know what you're getting into. Whereas if they're not unfollowed and they're just popping up all over the place, it's really easy to be blindsided by something that they put up. So start with unfollowing. It actually took me about five months before I blocked. And I remember looking again. I was checking at, I was checking who his recently added friends were. I was looking at who was liking his picture, who was commenting on his picture, zooming in like crazy into the pictures that were posted, just insanity. And I thought, I can't do this. Like this is, I I had the thought in my head that this is really hindering my ability to let go. And it seems so trivial of just looking at what he's putting on social media, but it really was, it was really hindering my ability to let go. And I texted my girlfriend and I said, I just blocked him. And she said, 
how does it feel to get that 500 pound gorilla off your back? And it was, it was like, it was this instant peace of mind and this instant freedom that came over me because I was no longer chained to what he was doing. I no longer had to base my feelings on what he put out on social media that day. So there is tremendous, it's, it's going to seem really hard, but I just want you to know that once you get to that point, there's going to be tremendous freedom to letting that go and cutting that off and just getting rid of the temptation because, you know, when you block, at least on Facebook, you have to re-request to get back on with them. So, and then with blocking on Instagram, I know it's a lot easier to unblock. They don't have to know, but there are at least, you want to put as many obstacles in the way of looking at their social media as possible. And one thing that I did before I got to the point of blocking was it was his birthday. And not only did I really want to reach out and wish him happy birthday, but I also really, really wanted to go on his Facebook and see who was wishing him happy birthday. So what I ended up doing was I had my best friend change my Facebook password and I said, do not tell me what the password is for a couple days. And that worked because I wasn't able to look and it prevented me from spinning in my head thinking that, you know, a couple weeks after the breakup, he had some new girlfriend that was going to be posting on his Facebook saying, love you so much. I can't like so excited to be with you. So put as many obstacles in the way of looking at their social media as you can. Recruit your friends, have some like accountability partners. I think that's huge. That way, you know, you're committed to other people, what your plan is regarding social media. And bringing it back to what happens when we do look at their social media, there was this term that someone told me after my breakup called emotional cutting. And this, you know, it's a pretty harsh term. However, it does perfectly describe what we're doing when we're looking. We, at least deep down, know that if we look, it's going to hurt. We might rationalize to ourselves and say, oh, I just, you know, I'm just curious. It's not going to hurt my feelings. I don't have any expectations. But deep down, we know that if we look, it's going to hurt really bad. So we're going into it knowing it's going to hurt and we're doing it anyways. So we are emotionally cutting ourselves and causing ourselves pain. So keep that in mind when you're looking. And even if you're logical brain is trying to rationalize to you and say, oh, this time it won't be that bad. I know what I'm doing. And at least go into it saying, I know this is going to hurt, but I'm choosing to do it anyways. And the reason that this is going to hurt your healing process in a couple ways is number one, it's really, really hard to let go of someone if they're constantly in the forefront of our heads and our, like our eyeballs when we're looking. And secondly, I've talked about this on, you know, other episodes, but it's really important that we're doing a lot to raise our self-esteem and our self-worth after a breakup because those tend to be really low. And if you are doing something to yourself consciously that you know is going to hurt, that's not very loving. That's not a demonstration to yourself of self-love. That's saying, 
I'm intentionally going to hurt your feelings by doing, by taking this action. So keep that in mind if you decide to end up looking, but for sure unfollow. So at least you're looking on your own terms. And I pray that everyone gets to the point that they can block and experience that release and that peace that comes along with it. The next thing I wanted to talk about was just being careful of what you're consuming on social media in general. And, you know, we've already covered the X, but just who you're following, you know, this is not the time to be like following couple goals accounts or, you know, a bunch of wedding accounts and things like that. Social media can absolutely be used for good after a breakup and, you know, hopefully you guys are all following me and sharing advice, but there are a lot of other great accounts out there that talk about healing and even some talking specifically about healing from breakups. But there are a lot of great empowering um, accounts that will make you feel less alone. And so really take an inventory of who you're following I love, love, love the mute button. So you can mute for a little while where no one has to know you're unfollowing. And, you know, obviously we want to still be able to be happy for friends that are in relationships. However, if you have a friend that's super sappy about posting her and her, you know, partner on social media, it's okay to mute them for a little while. It's not like you are saying, I'm not happy for you. You're just protecting yourself. So The next time you are scrolling social media and something catches your eye and you say, ouch, that really hurts, take a look at the account and maybe see, hmm, should I be following them right now? Maybe not. And it's okay to unfollow or mute them for the time being. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What would you do if you had unlimited time and energy? As you're navigating your breakup, I know your energy can feel low and it can feel really difficult to complete everything you need to in a day. When you're emotionally exhausted, it's especially important to be really clear on what your priorities are and where your energy should be invested. Therapy has helped me in the past figuring out where I should be putting my energy, whether that's career, friendships, relationships, events, which in turn has helped lower my anxiety because I don't always have to feel stretched thin or behind. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heartbreak today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heartbreak. Are you looking for a guilt-free way to unwind? Between balancing your breakup, work, and just functioning in your day-to-day life, I know you are under a lot of stress. Breakups mess with your nervous system, cause obsessive thoughts, and make it so hard to just sit with yourself. This is why it's so important to have rituals that allow you to treat yourself in a healthy way. And this is why I love Recess Mood, a sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like stress-balancing adaptogens and mood-lifting magnesium. Life has been very full and stressful for me lately, and as someone who hasn't had alcohol in 11 years, I need something that helps me relax and that can bring me a moment of peace. Lately, my favorite way to do that is sitting on the couch after I put my kids to bed and having either the strawberry rose or the lime recess mood. They not only make me feel good, but they also taste incredible too. 
So whether you're looking for a healthier alternative to alcohol or a way to make you feel more balanced, you deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash heartbreak and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. It's also okay to take a break from social media, and it might not be a bad idea. Um, It's super easy to, you know, we can unfollow or block our ex, but if, you know, a friend posts a picture of them, then that can send us into a whirlwind. So there are just a lot of opportunities to be triggered by that. And obviously we have to integrate back into the real world at some point. And eventually you probably are going to see pictures of your ex, but just in the beginning, it's good to do everything that we can to protect our hearts and protect our feelings. So so yeah, so it's okay to take a break from social media in general. Um, it's something that I did for a short period of time after mine, and I found it to be really helpful. Not only will it prevent us from getting triggered by stuff, but it, it also gives us a good opportunity to really sit with our feelings. I, t- I think we all tend to drown out and zone out using social media. I still do. So cutting that out may not be a bad idea as well. And the last thing I wanted to cover is what to do if you do end up looking, because it's likely going to happen. I mean, I had my ex blocked and I still found ways to like look every once in a while. So it's likely going to happen, but there are definitely some things you can do to not utilize it as something shameful, but utilizing it as a experience to grow. So the first thing is take it as a learning experience. The last thing you're going to want to do is, so let me back up. Say you decide to look at your ex's social media. You know it's going to hurt. You decide to look anyways. You're not, you don't feel good afterward. Then you think, oh my gosh, I can't believe I did that. Why did I do that? How could I be so stupid? So then you start layering shame onto it then you feel double bad. Like you're just adding on an extra layer of shame and guilt onto yourself. So take that second layer off. The first one already feels crappy. So do not shame yourself. That is the first thing. Uh, Don't keep it a secret. Tell someone that you looked. I guarantee everyone will be understanding because everyone has done it. So don't keep it in the dark. Don't use it as a thing to beat yourself up using but use it as a learning experience. So tune in and, and think what feelings were happening before I looked. Were you bored? Were you feeling lonely? Were you feeling powerless and you suddenly had this urge to feel like you were in some sort of control? So you thought, I have to look to give myself a sense of control. Were, I mean, you know, were you PMSing? There are just so many things that can lead to us looking, but it is really important to take a look at what was the feeling that preceded it. So that way you can keep an eye out, eye out for it in the future and take a different action instead of looking or utilizing social media for that. The second thing is I want you to tune in and really pay attention to how you're feeling afterwards. And I even want you to write this down. I want you to write down, what did this bring up? How are you feeling now? And 
write that down and keep it on a note in your phone and send it to a friend. So keep it in a note in your phone and title it before I look at my before I look at whatever your ex's name is social media, read this as like a dear, you know, basically like write a letter to your future self who wants to look and let her know how it feels and read that. And as an added precaution, you send it to a friend and say, hey, if I text you and let you know that I want to look at, you know, whatever your ex's name, social media is, can you please send this back to me? Again, this is adding extra layers of precaution and extra obstacles for you to get through before you go to look. This probably sounds really intense, but, and I'm going to touch on this in another episode, but the process that we go through after a breakup is a detoxing process. It is you detoxing this person from your life. And just like if someone is detoxing from drugs or alcohol, there are a lot of chemicals associated with relationships, with love, with affection. So you are literally going to be detoxing chemicals from your body. That's why breakups can really hurt. And again, I'll get into this in more depth on another episode. But every time you see them on social media, you are hindering that detoxing process and you are kind of like, it's almost like a relapse. So it is really important as much as possible to not have to see them, hear them, talk to them for sure. And that's why I feel really passionate is because most of the women that are coming to me are going or like have gone through a breakup months ago and they don't know why they're not feeling better. And one of the first questions I ask them is, are you still connected with them on social media? Are you still talking with them? Because that's one of the biggest hindrances that we have to getting over someone. So as you can tell, I feel very passionate about this subject, but I can tell you it is so powerful. It is such an act of self-love to decide not to do something that you know is going to hurt you. That is a huge act of self-love. That is one of the best things that you can do to start raising your self-esteem, which as we go through a breakup, our self-esteem is going to go up. So you're just, you know, expediting the process a little bit. So try out some of these tips and tools. Get yourself an accountability partner that you're going to let know like, hey, I'm really committing to not looking. This is what I'm doing in order to do that. Can you support me in X or Y way? That's really powerful. And I bet any one of your best friends would be happy to do that for you. So try some of this out. Please don't look. Uh, Try to get to the block button at some point if you need to. And also you can go straight to the block button if someone's not respecting your privacy. So You know, maybe you unfollowed, but you look at your Instagram stories and you see that your ex is looking at your stories every day. You're allowed to block them because then you're like, anytime you post a story, you're like, oh, he's going to see it. That's not, you know, a fun way to have them take up, again, precious emotional capacity in your head either. So you're allowed to block them because you don't want them seeing either. So try that out. I know it's not easy, but. I promise you it does make a really big difference when you're going through a breakup. So trust me on that. Again, uh, make sure to check out that crazy sale on Heal Your Breakup, the course. And 
again, if you're not already in the Facebook group, get in there. We just did our very first Facebook live with me. So all the women in there got to ask me questions live. There are a ton of benefits in there. So get on in and I will see you next week. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you loved it, I hope you'll leave a review and share with your friends. If you're not already following me on Instagram, head to at your breakup bestie where I'm sharing new content almost every day. To join our Facebook group, Healing Hearts Club, where you can connect with thousands of people from all over the world going through breakups, head to the link in the show notes. And don't forget to check out my online courses for more in-depth help through your healing journey. I always end these episodes the same way, reminding you to be nice to yourself, stay connected with loved ones, and the biggest reminder is that this too shall pass. I promise.